And it's me. Hooray! We're back after three months. Shamefully. November was mm. the last time we did mm. one of these. Whoops. Mm. And that comes hot on the heels of people saying we need to do more. Yeah. And we've kind of done the opposite. Yeah. We're not rebellious children, are we? No, not much. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode six. Dunno. Or is it seven now? I have no idea. Mm. Who it's, knows? it's in its infancy. That's all we need to know. Yeah. We still haven't worked out the kinks yet. <laughs> there are kinks? Um well, we started off really uh really good at being monthly. Mm. It's actually episode seven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've just found out. Okay, well um, the world was created in seven days, so this, this should be the uh, the big bang show. Mm. It should be. Should be. I'm I'm quite distracted by the fact that I'm talking into what could only be described as a foamy breast. It's true. It's a foam nipple. <laughs> we can see each other now. I know. It's once not upon good. a time, there were big, gigantic pop shields in the way, and now there's yeah. not. But we have new stuff. Yes. I have. Well, you have a new microphone, I which do. means that I get a good microphone as well. So hopefully, I sound a bit better. Jolly good. Hooray! Because it's all about narcissism on podcasts. Yes. But it is time to get grumpy. It's our Room 101 show. Yes. Now, explain to people what Room 101 is if they don't know. Yes, Room 101 is a George Orwell concept. In actual fact, from his 1984 novel. Yes. 1984. And it wasn't written in 1984, but it's called 1984. It was written in... For the Luddites out there. It was written in 1948. He just did a very clever thing and switched the dates around at the end of the century there. Yes, he did. Room 101, essentially, is a room Mm. where people go and they disappear yes particular uh dislikes things that you want to sort of eradicate from an already overspilling world Mm. uh is your opportunity to fill it with with stuff that you don't like so uh you you put it out there didn't you three months ago yes i did and we had some people who did contribute to that so let's read please some of do the contributions that we've had we didn't have any contributions on twitter actually our main contribution base comes from facebook mm. which is different it's a bit sad because my my main uh social media usage is twitter is twitter yeah. much prefer that because it's more instant however um, you don't really use the tom and joe no, show twitter account do you I, no I, I like to remain a bit sort of smokyish actually <laughs> on that one enigmatic yeah yeah i like to think myself as i think you're enigmatic thanks so the first person to um to respond mm-hmm. to our what would you chuck into room 101 what would you banish from the face of the earth forever was uh one robert polanco oh i don't do i know him <laughs> i don't know have you sp- I don't know. D- d- uh, name sounds familiar it does doesn't it mm. Mm. it's a uh, like a name that sort of appears in a former life <laughs> we love robbie everyone loves robbie <laughs> he said i would like to make landfills and other large collections of garbage disappear mm. maybe aliens can come to collect it because it could be turned into fuel to power their planet something like that okay lol yeah i think rubbish is high up on the list for most people i can't bear it i think so yeah i mean it's it's bad you know you don't quite realize how much you produce i guess until the bin men go on strike Mm. and um on on that i hate food waste mm. uh but being in in the society that we live in 
it's uh, very difficult to kind of keep recycling yesterday's meals. And mm. like us, we have all good intention. Of course. We put it in the fridge and we think, oh, you know, we'll have that another day. And then it kind of gets put to the back. And it, yeah. we need to get a bit better sort of stock rotation it's true thing going because you find it about three weeks later and it's grown a little fur coat because it was cold (laughs) in the fridge yes because it's colder at the back of the fridge i think yeah it is little ice bits start to get but we don't have a freezer either do we we don't so that is another thing that perhaps we should think about getting at some point but the Mm. fact is not a lot of room for it no no and where we had the freezer before out out in the uh, out shed Mm. uh not a good place to put anything anymore. No. So uh, it's just not the even... elements slightly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's ludicrous as well the kind of waste disposal routine that goes on here as well, really, because mm. the council don't provide us with enough ways to split up rubbish, do they? Not at all. And we try our best, but we fail spectacularly. Well, we're good at recycling. I think we generally recycle anything that's not ourselves. Mm. We put everything into recycling. And it's a painful process because you have bottle caps that are recyclable, but the actual bottle itself is Isn't, perhaps not. Yeah, yeah. So you have to then separate it. You Essentially, and to cut a very long political stance short <laughs> yeah you need about 500 separate bins to generate the correct recycle recycling mm. process mm. and no one has that room no, no one has my parents <laughs> possibly do retired people with nothing retired people with fuck all else better to do um i love my parents but really they collect bottle caps mm. in a separate bag mm. because they generate a different recycling facility. Yeah. What? <laughs> no one's going to... You put the recycle bag outside, the the, the recycle collectors are not going to go, ooh, can't take that because it's got a bottle cap on it. Mm. They, they, they don't give a shit. We, we recycle dog hair. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Probably shouldn't. No, probably shouldn't. Recycling. But... I think your hair has ended up in the recycle bin at some point. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Not because I pull it out or that you pull it out. It's no. Actually, you do cut my hair. <laughs> this is not the uh, point. admission no, no, of no. domestic abuse. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to go in, hasn't it, really? Yeah, because I think you're it right. Is, it is an environmental bugbear, mm. probably across the globe. Yeah. And once again... Saint Robbie has uh, landed upon... Has come up with a humanist answer. Yes. Mm, mm, indeed. And I'm sure that that also goes for that massive plastic berg in the middle of the Atlantic or the Pacific. Mm. You know, a big floating pile of rubbish that's Well, he could always up. steer one of his boats into, into this it. This is true. He? Yeah. Yeah. Break up the berg with, mm. the, with the boats that he works on. Yeah. Mm. Like like a battleship thing, <clears throat> yeah. F one, F one, slightly F three. You hit my trashberg. <laughs> I like so, it. Good idea. We'll have that. Sean Lynch said religion. I'm not touching that with a barge pole. <laughs> Why I'm not? Not getting into that. But if Sean would like to uh, embellish upon that point, maybe <laughs> maybe for another time. Perhaps, perhaps. So, mm. moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. Charlotte Emily Simos. 
uh, has. <laughs> No. She used to go to university. Oh, with you, me. You, I thought you so, looked as though she was some sort of stalker of the Tom and no, Joe. No, she's she's gotten she's gotten married recently, so I didn't recognise her name. Right, gotten. But, yes, did I say that's that? That's an Americanism, Sorry, isn't it? Let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> she says people who chew gum with their mouth open, <laughs> and people that believe the sole purpose of hideous acrylic nails is to tap them on every oh. expletive deleted <laughs> surface within reach. She says that she once met a woman who did both. Oh, delightful. So I asked, was it actually the people with the nails or the nails themselves? And she said a mix of both. So it is, <laughs> mm. it's, it's that whole kind of... Oh, no, she can have that entirely. Yeah, yeah. It's, so uh... we're either... No, I think we're the guardians of Room 101. We're the mm. door people. So are we cutting off the fingers of the women with the nails? Oh, or are we throwing them in no, bodily? No, just 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 acrylic nails and gum yeah. chewers. We're just yeah, okay, that's fine. And if they happen I to have stand, both, then, if then they fair happen enough. to have both, they they have to go in and they will never be seen again. Ever again? Mm. No, acrylic nails. Uh, we actually have a rule at school yeah. uh, that students are not allowed acrylic nails beyond a certain length mm. because they are restricting. They are inhibiting yeah. natural. It's fact. crazy the amount of women girls at the office i used to work at who had nails that were about half an inch long and half an inch yeah well, that's nothing that. that's nothing but they're typing on keyboards yeah because they like the sound it makes mm. but they're also adorned with things like little yeah. bows and yeah. things it's bollocks isn't it yeah it's <laughs> and the thing bollocks. is like they complain about getting their Nails, nails trapped, trapped between, between, the between the keys, and yeah. it's like, well, stop fucking wearing the nails then, mm-hmm. and because you're annoying, and all yep. I can hear is, oh, don't, please, can you stop? Horrible, isn't it? Hate it. No, that's even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. So Charlotte's hit upon a good point there. Yeah, it's actually starting to grate <laughs> upon me now. I shall stop right now. We'll move on. Yes, do. <laughs> uh, Megan Colgate says golf. Even though her brother is a professional player, it's a boring, boring game. She says that um, there's constantly a tournament on TV almost every day and her family insist on watching it. I mean, I don't like golf. I think it is a boring sport to watch. However, I think personally, cricket is the most boring sport in the entire world. I don't see the point. (laughs) Lawn bowls. Indoor lawn bowls. God almighty. Now again. I don't know though, because that's kind of Can you have a lawn indoors? (laughs) It's a bit strange, isn't it? An indoor lawn. It's on AstroTurf. Um, Yes. But at least that's kind of one-on-one. Oh, seriously? I mean, no. No, uh, Golf golf crowds are Mm. far more energetic uh, what, the lawn the, bowls the crowd? Lawn, but yes, for a start, for a start, there's a, there's a, a wealth of ages when you go to watch golf. Some people actually have bowls, their hearts still beating. But, well, some people actually have their own hearts. <laughs> but lawn Aren't bowls, lawn, lawn bowls or otherwise bowls, most of as you noticed the other day when you were off. Yes, most of them, most of them, if not all of them, are over. 70. Yeah, it's the Blue Rinse Brigade. It is they're the Blue all Rinse Brigade and the Chelsea Pensioners. Of, yeah, they're all members of bowls clubs. Yes, because the game moves at a pace mm. that is suitable for, for their a pensioner. Yeah. watching ability. Yeah. They can nod off between 
ends. I think it's called ends. That's right, yeah. I mean, and I only know because my nan and granddad used to play. Yeah, they can nod off between ends. Mm-hmm. And after when they wake up, they haven't missed anything. No, it's still two blokes. Because Jack is still women. floating about somewhere, yeah. whoever Jack is. And the balls are all lo- bowls. The bowls are all lopsided because they're not called bowls, they're called woods. Woods, yeah, that's right. Very, very British, isn't it? Very it, English, in fact. I don't yeah. think you can say it's very British. Yeah, I wonder if there is a Can't world... Can't imagine the Scots like, doing anything like that, could Well, you? no, they do curling, don't they, instead? Because all, their, all their fields are frozen over. More <laughs> insane. But I don't know, I'm sorry. I have an issue with golf going in uh, because m- my dad was quite good at it. Mm. And... My mum's uh, boyfriend and plays as Nigel's well. quite good at it as and well. He's won trophies and, and he's got a hole in one. Mm, yes. And uh, y- you can see that they actually get some sort of pleasure out of it. Yeah. The, plus, the, the old, plus mm. I have to say, I have to confess that one year I did watch the um, the Ryder Cup. Mm. That's the one between Europe and America, isn't it? Yes. That I want and to when say Europe, yes. Europe won by half a stroke. Yeah, the last couple of. Uh, Half a stroke is fuck all, mm. and I watched that, and it was uh, it was massively tense. Yeah, and that and I I hated golf right up until that point. Mm. And that was my turning point. I think those uh, the Ryder Cup is actually probably the thing that if you're not a golf fan, you probably should just watch that if you're going to watch a golf well, game. Well, <clears throat> don't even watch it until you know that it's things have settled down. Mm. People have kind of the players have actually progress somewhere up the board and then there's still always play for Mm. because it's one on one however you go and Mm. uh, it it does come down to the wire no that's fair enough Um, so we're not allowing golf in I don't think so because we we, it's too close to family heart and would it be better if I just we put cricket in instead bowls because any game (laughs) (laughs) any game that's so slow to play that it takes a week to finish I'd, the I'd rather not because um, you can't. You don't have a good reason. I do you have, have a good reason. I think the, the the guy who died recently playing oh, right. cricket. I think we need to. I know, his name escapes me. That's yep. awful. His name, Phil something or other. Yeah, the Australian fella. Yeah, um, we need to pay homage to him. Okay. No one's died playing lawn bowls. <laughs> they might have, <laughs> but not. <laughs> They've just expired. (laughs) Not by accident. (laughs) And by virtue of the fact that they've whacked the ball really, really hard. Mm. So I would rather I would rather bowls as opposed to cricket. Although that would be a close second. Mm. It Mm. is one of the most boring games ever invented. And it's got quite a it's all upbeat tune. It's like, what the hell? Really? And then suddenly it just goes. And if you've ever listened to, I mean, it's the same. The commentators in cricket and golf as well just run out of things to say because those games are so boring. Peter Ellis going, ooh. Some geese over on the lake. Okay, let's let's generalise. Bo- yeah. Boring sports. We won't name anything in particular. But no, yes. if it's your personal room one hundred and one, fair enough. But not in ours. Not no. in the Tom and Joe show official room one hundred and one. No. We did have one more person who gave lots and lots and lots of things. Right, let's pick Fred, them off. 
Frederico Ribeiro. He has about seven other names in between those two. Good friend of mine. Uh, he he obviously hates a lot of things. Good. Yep. Excellent. So here are some quick fires. Okay. And some of them I really don't agree with, like the M26. <laughs> now the M26 is one of my favourite pieces of road. In I the can country. answer the reason why because you told me a little while ago it has no speed cameras on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the reason I love the M26. It's between the M20 and the M25. The M25 is where you have to like sit for five hours in a traffic jam for nothing. Does he say why he doesn't like it? No. Right, Fred, you need to get back yeah, in touch. Yeah, I know. I did, we did ask him about a couple of things, but I didn't ask about the M26 because there was something else in the list that's more controversial that we wanted to know about. We'll get to that in a bit. Cool beans. I'm not putting the M26 in. No, well, because you like it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fun size stuff, in air quotes. <laughs> so I guess, like, I guess fun size Mars bars or... Why? Why like, does he have an issue with that? Well, because they're not manly, I guess. But you can eat What's more the of point them? in having a, a fun size? So and I have thought this in the past since I've not mm. been a child. They are mar- they are quite pointless, aren't Especially they? Especially now because all confectionery has shrunk. Yes, in it size has. To... Or you've just got bigger. Mm, wagon, wh- wagon wheels <laughs> used to be massive. They used to be the size of dinner plates. They did. Mm, they mm, did. Absolutely. And now they're and now they're less than the size of these foam nipples Tits. <laughs> that we have here. Yes. Um, yeah, fun size stuff because now it, it, they're literally like a fun size Milky Way or Mars bar is only about that big. Mm. It's about two inches. Yeah, well, uh, whose idea, whose concept was was the fun size, the fun and size what was thing, the point? I don't know. So that you could enjoy chocolate, but in a smaller uh, portion, so that you didn't feel quite such a bloater. Maybe. Uh, it, it, uh, I you think it's advertising for more, kids, though. Yeah, exactly. You have, oh, well, I'll have two instead of one. But I actually, think, that... I think if I remember rightly, the fun size came out probably mid to late 80s yeah. when uh, it was reported that kids were eating far too much mm. sugar mm. and uh, tooth decay in the younger generation had risen by a certain percentage. Right. And I think... And this is again going to be slightly sort of uh, contradictory. The f- the fun size thing came out. However, what they stupidly did was put the fun size in a massive bag. Yeah, yeah, in huge <laughs> with bags loads of, of like them. twenty. So I think it was down. It was allowing parents, in one respect, to monitor their kids' consumption of confectionery, mm. but then bunging more bits in so that over a course of time they'd actually eaten more than they might have done yeah. had they just had one bar essentially don't allow your kids to eat them yeah don't 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 give them that op- opportunity it would be a bit tougher parents so i suppose when you when you deconstruct it maybe he's got a point about fun size yeah perhaps but again, there's no context to these. So, it's you know, it's fine. It's probably it's, right. I, I don't know whether it's that or whether it's just it's not really that manly to have fun-sized things. Hmm. Well, he can he can explain, maybe. I have been described as fun-sized in the past, which is well a detriment. And rest your own case yeah, there, then. Yeah, no, precisely. Uh, <laughs> that's so mean. You said it. Astrology. Ah, now, I think you'll have a problem with this one. 
Not uh, astronomy. No. No, astrology. So yeah, I star know, signs. I know, I, know. I know you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just explaining. What do we think? Ooh, well, hmm. Russell Brand. Uh, not Russell Brand. Grant. Russell Grant. Sorry. <laughs> uh, do I have a problem with it? Uh, in a way, mm. I do. I've never really looked into astrology as a thing. I've never really put too much stock in it. As I say, I've read some things before and I'm like, oh, that kind of does sound like me. But generally, I, I kind of I look at it through more of um, the eyes of it's it's quite vague. <laughs> I could read into that what I wanted mm. a lot of the time. And I think and that's populist um, uh, astrology as well. I would like it to go into Room 101. Would you? Yeah, because I just think people... Well, all the astrologers as well just annoy me, like Russell Grant <laughs> and Mystic Meg, <laughs> if anyone remembers her from the National Lottery. Well, Patrick Moore, uh, bless Patrick Moore, mm. uh, and Stephen Hawking, we know, um, have oh, both got true, a yeah. humongous problem mm. with astronomers and astrologers being confused. Yes. And it is the, uh, it is the ignorant ass of the world who will confuse them. Like Eddie Redmayne. Well, he's not an ignorant ass. <laughs> but he stumbled because he was kind of all a bit sort of Nervous. starry-eyed, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, about meeting Stephen Hawking, the man he was going to portray. Yeah. Yeah. So, easy, easy <laughs> mistake to make. Yeah. You, it will stumble no, entirely. Over, the, uh, over the suffix mm. of that. But I would like it to go in. Maybe you don't. I don't know. No, I'm on the fence with, mm. with astrology mm. because I find I do find it interesting... As a as as a, as a subject area, yeah, I An do area like of it. Study. I do. I think it's I think it's fascinating, but for broader reasons, not to predict my fortune or my fate by it. Mm. Okay, so it stays out. It stays in an annex you next put, door to You can room. put astrologers in. Astrologers. Yeah. Okay. You can, you can put Mystic Meg All and right, Russell Grant. No, in I'll there. be happy with that. Yeah. I'll get rid of the astrologers. Yeah. But you can study astrology all you like. Yeah, thanks. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've come Yay. to an agreement. <laughs> Mimes. Mimes. People that mime. <laughs> mime artists. <laughs> People what mime. I don't think I've got any comment on that whatsoever. They're just annoying with their white painted faces and stripy tops. Do they tops. all have white but Marcel Marceau? Of course they do. I've never seen any. What about the guy? What about the guy who frequented the early nine, early to mid nineties with his "I'm stuck in a box" thing? Truly brilliant choreography. Mm. Really good. I've I've not seen any mime artists for about fifteen to twenty years. It's true. I must say, I I really haven't. That's because they're in Fred's room one hundred and one. So they're already in there. They're not bothering us anymore. They were they were a thing though in the nineties, weren't they? Were they were a thing, and they became such a thing that characters playing mimes would crop up in like films, <laughs> like action films, like Die Hard. One of the Die Hards, mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a mime somewhere in Gosh, maybe I'd the third one. Um, that. It's something like Die Hard. It's a film like there. There's just a thing. I can see. The- I Do you know what see, I mean? Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. And even in Hot Fuzz, they referenced it with the gold statue man as well. I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Hot Fuzz. Oh, bloody hell. I don't know. I can't, can't think of that. Crusty jugglers. Does that, does that then rule out shadow puppetry? Because that's essentially mime, isn't it? I guess so. But he says mimes. Okay. So I assume he so means So does he hate artists. charades? 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I think Fred needs to answer some of these, doesn't he? You you want more context in this. I do. I do. I need need sort of... Another drink. Yes, please. Okay. Would you like me to go and make it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, barman. I will return. So mimes, I think, mm, more context and we'll come back to that. Yeah. I'd be okay putting them in because they don't really figure in life no, much I, anymore, no, do they? I, no, <laughs> It's out we, of left field. Are we just sort of wasting space in Room 101 by dumping something in there that we haven't seen for almost 20 years? Does Room 101 have a finite amount of space? No. I didn't think so. No. Um, next one, Campanology. Bell ringing. Yes, I've been. Oh you, God, you, you were fucking slightly mighty. a campanologist for a while, weren't you? Yes, <laughs> a very bad campanologist, I have to say. <laughs> How uh, did that come around? Jesus Christ. Well, secondary school. Ringing. Secondary school, and we had a week of. Uh, I, I can't. It was like sort of some sort of enrichment, and what we had to do was pick an activity or two that we could we wanted to do for that for the duration of the week mm. now there was a there was a flaw in that plan because there were activities that took 3 days some that took 5 days and i thought there's got to be a way that i can do this and have a week off right so i went through the list of available activities and all my friends were signing themselves up to things that were three days four days five days and none of them appealed to me Mm. and then i came across campanology bell ringing half a day (laughs) thought i'll have that half a (laughs) half a day and then i can have the rest of the week off right true to form because what they'd fail to sort of recognize you had you could pick you had to pick one activity Mm. And they really didn't recognise that that was that was an issue, that there were some people who were then going to go for the full full week of doing all of these crazy things. Yeah. And Joe was going to just stick with a half day activity of bell ringing where she just went doing, ding a couple of times and then fucked off home. And I had no idea what was going on. I can read music. Yeah. But I did not have a clue what the left hand or the right hand was doing in mm. response to what somebody else to my left or right was doing. <laughs> and uh, so there were, there came this rhythm of ding dong, ding dong, bong, bong, bong. and then it was my turn. There was this sort of, oh, fuck, it's me, boing, <laughs> you know. And no, 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 that was the wrong hand, doing. Oh, God, it is stressful. <laughs> I don't do stress either. I'm really quite laid back, but that almost tipped me over because I just didn't have a clue. So that one half a day a week... Traumatised me for the rest... I needed the rest of the week to recover (laughs) because I didn't even know what tune we were meant to be... If I'd known what tune we were meant to have been playing, then I might have had an idea of how it sounded because I do learn by ear. Yeah. Uh, And I'd be interested to know whether uh, Sean plays uh learns music by ear or whether he can read music that'd mm. be interesting to know and mm. miles for that matter True. but anyway um so for for someone who learns by ear i need to hear a piece first not a fucking clue right 
It was horrible. And Did you I'll... ever campanologize again? No. Not ever. I also picked really small bells. Right. So I was the ding. <laughs> and the there one was some, on the end. Yeah, well, some people had these big fuck off liberty size bells. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was me sort of down the pecking order and ding. <laughs> awful, awful. Bless. Not to mention the fact that the person who was a bell ringer, unsurprisingly, was one of the geography teachers. Hmm. And her name was Miss Richardson. Right. I've been traumatised by her because she probably she probably was fresh out of university but looked like she'd been teaching about 35 years she had this hairstyle that clearly she never ever ever took out because it was the same every single day and this was you know this was the 90s mm. and her hair she plaited it and then put them so that they she wrapped them over the top of her head. Okay. The, so she brought them up around the side of her head and clipped them on the top of her head. And and she wore all of these, all of her clothes, her entire wardrobe was essentially shades of autumn. Mm. So mustard, rust, brown and green. Right. The frumpiest woman <laughs> Alive it wasn't even like she'd gone for the Princess Leia no, danishes on the no. side. It was just tied onto the top of her head. No. Like a so, so there she was teaching us stuff about geography. Mm. And then she moonlights as a bell ringer. <laughs> and she's got a, an array of bells. She had the full set of bells because they were all hers. Right. These bells she brought in. Oh, fuck. Well... <sighs> Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm there and it's horrible. Can we, can we move on? <laughs> the more you know. So campanology definitely going Do you in. not have any experience of uh, any no. kind of dinglinging? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not going to comment on my own bell ringing activities. <laughs> Thank you very much, smut. Maybe I've misread that then. Maybe he means <laughs> other kinds of bell ringing. No, he said campanology, which oh, is the proper well, term. True. I was the one who said, but you were the one who originally said bell ringing. That's what it is. Oh, of course it is, yeah, absolutely. But that is going into Room 101. Absolutely, and Miss Richardson. <laughs> and her <laughs> hair, especially. <laughs> Funny you should talk about hair. Next one's about hair, dreadlocks. Oh, I had dreadlocks you when had I was dreadlocks. at uni. <laughs> He's basically, Fred is describing you. <laughs> I don't like to be described as a campanologist. Uh, I won't put you in 101, don't worry. Thanks. But dreadlocks. Some cool mm, people have dreadlocks. Certain dreadlocks. The uh, the crusty movement that happened in in the early to mid nineties when yeah. I was at school was was responsible for the emergence of Western dreadlocks. Yeah, and white uh, people dreadlocks. White people dreadlocks. <laughs> and uh, you you have obviously you have the the the, the Rastafarian. Mm. dreadlock which is kind of where it all stems from because then you've got pasty white people thinking that they can be jamaican because they smoke because they smoke weed. Weed. yeah 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 and uh it's it really really doesn't work no as i learned <laughs> and essentially you've got two different types of dreadlock you've got the crafted dreadlock which is worn very successfully by rastafarians we have a rastafarian at school his name's yeah. 
His name's Percy, but actually, Percy. bless him. Yeah, he's, he's um, Jaya Chaya. Percy Jaya Chaya, his right. name is. But his full name is Perseverance. Ah, right. Perseverance okay. Jaya Chaya. Mm-hmm. He is amazing. Yeah. He's about five foot three, and his hair is about five foot one. <laughs> right. Dreadlocked. Yeah, yeah. He wears it in a turban <clears throat> yeah. over the school day. And uh, it is just genius. Every single one is the same width. Right. And it's beautifully crafted and mm. i think it should stay with the rastafarians i think white people who wear dreads are just dicks <laughs> are you and calling mick hucknell a dick uh, mick hucknell a dick quite possibly <laughs> yes and by extension myself (laughs) because my hair did have a propensity to dread up very Mm. easily because it was hugely curly Mm. in the 90s did it smell no because that's the myth no because I washed I I used to wash my hair yeah you have to wash uh, it in dry dry shampoo don't you or well I didn't no no I didn't but it was it's horrible and if if you just leave it and it just clumps Mm. because my hair just then clumped horrible horrible mm. uh one of my friends used to spend eight hours a day crafting his own dreadlocks and his hair looked quite cool but if you just leave it mm. to go skanky and then you don't wash it oh that's yeah. vile bits start to break off stop it immediately because <laughs> dreadlocks play a, a big part in one of my favorite sports films of all time which is cool runnings i was waiting for that <laughs> where Sanka gets shut in an ice cream van freezer. Yeah. So that he can acclimatise to the cold that's gonna be in <laughs> Canada or wherever is it Toronto or something? I believe. I can't <coughs> or, remember. Um, yeah, it's one of the Canadian ones, I'm pretty sure. There's a point where like he's in there, he's frozen and then he snaps a bit of his dreadlock off and it's funny. Mm. If you like that kind of thing, which I do. <laughs> uh, I, but I, it's okay because he's Jamaican. Yeah. So are only it's Jamaican okay. people allowed dreadlocks? Everyone else has to shave them off, including Newton Faulkner. Oh, I was just about to say because he, his his are fine. He he looks he looks all right. Hmm. But again, it's it's. Uh, I, I somebody told me how you start off by doing dreadlocks if you happen to be Western and don't have Afro <clears> hair. <throat> yeah. Because I think Newton Faulkner actually has some sort of Afro contingent going on in his body really yes i think he does which is why his hair is the way it is i see i think it's uh instantaneously dreadlockable right whereas mine wasn't dreadlocked and what you have to do if you're going to and this is a tip for all of you young people out there massively back comb it no you have to you have to braid your hair first right so your hair has to start off with plaits Mm. and you leave them yeah. And then just watch the magic happen. <laughs> well, there's Horrible. a bit of style advice. Oh, it took, our... took ages to brush them out. And when I did, I, my, I felt free. Yeah. Totally free. You're happy you don't have them still? Completely. I don't have any hair anymore. True. True. You've cut it <laughs> In fact, most of it off. my hair is very soft and you can run yeah. your hands through yeah, it. Yeah. And uh... It's very nice. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, next one. We're not really rushing through these, are we? Like no, I said, it's oh, quite quick nice. Fire. It's quite nice. Yeah, crystal healing. Now again, this, again. this, this, this. See, the, you're the person he hates, basically, because you're a hippie 
is effectively uh, in, what I'm getting from I am, this. I am a bit of a cl- I am a bit of a closet hippie. Yeah. <clears throat> I have my own um I have my own crystal uh chart. Right. I do I do possess the five crystals that do you, you Yes, I have. I've been with you for Yes, ages. And you didn't <laughs> How know many this years? because they're up in the loft. Right. Uh and you 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 can um I've had my crystals read. Right. Uh, because um, there was a... I'm sorry that I seem to be dominating this tonight. It's fine. You're the only one with any kind of experience with any of this. I was just going to go, yeah, that'll be in, that'll be in, that'll be in. <laughs> but actually, I can't do that because all these things that Fred hates are you. <laughs> Went into... Um, there was a shop that just opened in Rochester High Street and this it was a, a guy who believed in crystal healing. Mm-hmm. And um, he said to me, I went in there just because I have a bit of a nose around because of some of the other things that I was really into at the time that he had in uh, for sale in there. Statues of elves. And no, and no, no, more the swords yeah. thing, the Lord of yeah. the Rings swords. And he said, "Ah, would you like to? Um, would you like to? Pick, ah, pretty pick a, lady. Would, pick you a, like? would you like to pick a, a, a crystal at random? Mm. And I knew exactly what he was going to say. Mm. Therefore, I knew exactly what crystal I should pick. Right." And because I'd been into it, I automatically went for an amethyst. Now, an amethyst uh, has the properties of someone who has what they call in uh, crystallology. Mm. Crystallology. Crystallology. It just sounds it's not so called crystallology. Mad. It's called something else. Uh, <laughs> uh, a third eye. Mm. So you have a sixth sense. Okay. He then, and this is the point, uh, at the point where crystallology possibly could go into room 101 is because he then spent 45 minutes giving me a personality rundown mm. and i knew and he said ah you've gone for the, the you've gone for the crystal that symbolizes the third eye and the i said yes i know eye. it's because i do have a sixth sense about things and i got a, a personality rundown right and i'm standing with this crystal he let, let me have the crystal right okay so you you got a free crystal out. I got a free crystal out, <clears throat> but I do believe in the properties of crystals. Mm. Um, got a big pot of them upstairs, actually, ones that do certain things. Right. So again, they're in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. That's about they're 30, hidden away. There's about thirty-five of them. Right. All sorts of things: amber, amethyst, uh, pyrites. You know, got got a whole range of crystals upstairs. I see. Tourmaline, and I've got a crystal map where you throw the crystals and wherever it lands on the map, you have your uh, fortune, as it were, read from that. Again, it was something from my youth, something that I was interested in, like tarot reading. Mm. I've only ever had my tarot reading done once. Yeah. And it was very accurate. I see. We're learning a lot about you today. (laughs) Next you'll be saying that you're a witch. Maybe I am. Mm. I like to think of myself as a white witch, though, as opposed to a bad one. <laughs> okay, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. There'll be some interesting comments coming off the back of this episode, I reckon. Possibly. Mm. Possibly. It will be interesting. Maybe I don't need to reveal this much about myself, but if these are just things <laughs> no, that I'm, I've got, got a very open mind. Uh, you and, do, and, yeah, um, yeah. And you were a massive hippie when you were younger. I just, like. <laughs> I, I just feel that you can't, you can't cast aspersions on things unless you've actually... Uh, experience them don't knock it till you tried it yeah mm. and it, it's interesting what you find out when you're when you're indulging in these things mm. uh, it's not I don't live by them now I don't I don't I think I take each day as, as it comes really but 
I have had experience with these things and that's the only reason why I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying and yeah. I, I don't like to get rid of my past I like to keep hold of it and say that this is why you don't have to justify yourself this is why it's I fine. have these things because I was into this at one point yeah. so yeah. absolutely yeah. more power to you thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how you feel about this one homeopathy oh uh, well as an asthmatic mm. I like to try things that aren't chemical based mm. and uh i did try a salt pipe at one point right which was uh homeop- homeopathic uh alternative right. to the salbutamol and did it do anything um not for me no because my asthma was really severe yeah i just tend to think that homeopathy is a there's a whole bunch of placebos like to think it's mind over matter yeah. i think anything generally most things are mind over matter mm. but again like homeopathy has its um extremists as well who believe that if you talk nicely to a glass of water it will cleanse you better than a glass of water that has been ignored yes and that water retains memory of things and feelings yes however there are people in the world who are terrified of of medicine chemicals yes and uh, we have the Chinese to thank for homeopathy, and the Chinese mm. have been very prolific in, in throughout history with the things that they've they've given, given the world. Ear candles. Ear candles. And acupuncture. My dad's got some ear candles. My really? sister bought them for him. <laughs> God. He's never used them because he's he thinks it's all like a load of bollocks. Well, yes. But my dad doesn't like medicine, but at the same time, he won't go for homeopathic treatment either. So. Because um, it's a load of bunkum. Well, again, it depends on your frame of mind. Mm. If you've tried everything else and it hasn't worked, then why not try something more nature-bound? Mm. I, I don't know. That, that's how I see it. I don't know. Homeopathy, for me, definitely has to go in because it's just practised by snake oil tradesmen. And, you know, the Chinese, as, you know advanced as they are they invented homeopathy by cutting off the penises of tigers or the horns of rhinoceroses well, it's no different to us and how we discover whether something works or not we grow an ear on the back of a rat yeah. you know it's, but they're bred it's not... specifically for that fact it's not like they're going after endangered animals true <laughs> i think I, I feel that homeopathy can only bother you if you're prepared to sort of go there otherwise you just turn away and ignore it Mm. it it neither bothers me nor enchants me because i don't yeah i mean literally none of these things really affect me on a day-to-day basis stuff like crystal healing and homeopathy no i choose to ignore yes but you know maybe it's helped a couple of people in the past i personally don't believe in homeopathy fair enough and um yeah. I'll give you I'll give you the uh, carte blanche on this one then. Okay then. <laughs> so homeopathy is in. Okay. It's in, it's Fine. gone. Disappeared forever. Fair enough. Eating contests. Just put it in. Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> Just It's bonnets. It's a horrible excess, isn't it? It's vile. That would include things like Man versus Food, the T V programme, I assume. Because I just think it's 
unnecessary. Yeah, it's just the symbol of Western excess, isn't it? Really? Yes. That's what an eating contest yes. is, and people die. And well, yes, and then you've got the 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 extreme the, the extreme flip side of that of people who are starving in the world and they die because they can't do that, and that's just us abusing food hmm. and being completely and utterly gluttonous and disrespectful to those who can't have it. Absolutely. Just just appalling. Yeah, so eating contests are banned. Absolutely. They're no more. And speaking about third world countries and Western excess and not being able to feed certain people, Bob Geldof. <laughs> we love Bob. I, I'm sorry. I like Bob. Do you? Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. I do. He's just a shouty man who's raising... It's just a bit of a tit. No, I don't. I, I totally disagree with that. I think the guy has has put up with enough shit in his life, and uh, he's he's got uh, he he fathered or adopted an orphan mm. because her parents were drug crazed, selfish gits, and he didn't need to take her on. His ex wife's daughter, mm-hmm. and he took her on. Decent. As far as I'm concerned, okay. I just, just he lost a daughter last year. Banging on about. No, I think he's 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 doing the right thing. Okay, um, a little bit galling is the feed the world. Let's change it to yeah. Ebola. About Ebola, just you know awareness. Oh, there's something else going on in Africa. Let's change the words. Yeah, um, and get a load of people that no one knows in this time. But he raised a shitload of money mm. for Ethiopia. And I think fair play to Bob. We have to remember Midjur, who gets fuck all credit yeah, for anything true. that he does. <laughs> <laughs> no one can actually spot him in the video either. Poor old Midge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether I can put Bob, Bob Geldof in. No. As annoying and tub thumping as he is. Oh, I don't, um, don't think so. He's almost there. He's he's on a stool outside the door <gasps> of room one hundred one. Oh, no, that's anyway. Swiftly on. <laughs> uh, paying toilets. And this is a thing that I would like to see go for definite. Because I don't think you should have to spend a penny it's to spend a penny. It's ridiculous. And it used to be you were in, you know, stations in London. Train stations were the only places mm. that did that. And it was like 20p. Yeah. But now it's more than that. Is it's it like really? 40 or 50p. Yeah. Joking. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Whenever we go to London, we go generally to Victoria Station, mm. and there's a Weatherspoons in there, mm. and that is where I will go. Yes. If I need to, I will. I flatly refuse to That's pay appalling. to take a natural function. No. You know. <laughs> what What does the money go towards? I assume the upkeep of the toilet itself. So all the perfumes and the fucking bollocks that they put in the girls sections you get perfumes well you get some bint standing there spraying you if you want to do you want to smell nice well after i've been in here yes (laughs) (laughs) what in public toilets not Mm. we're not talking clubs or pubs i've I've certainly been in a paying bog within the last 15 years where there was some bint selling well not selling or just with an array of scents you're lucky because the guys toilets no matter whether you're paying or not, always smell of piss. <laughs> anyway, regardless of how mm. well maintained they are, mm. due to the due to the funding. Um, now let's not go any further. Let's just. Whack it <laughs> it's in going there. in. It's going. It's in. going in. Now, 
the final one, which mm-hmm. is actually his first mention, but I've left it till the end because God knows why. Penguins. <gasps> no. Mm. No. Yeah. Not at all. No. They're nature's clowns. They're the most unfortunate yet beautiful <laughs> animals on the planet. It's true, and they make you quite cry regularly, they do. don't they? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, if I could, if I could save all the penguins in the world, I would. <laughs> because I know it's, I know they're built to last minus seventy degree conditions. Mm. I know that. But if you want to make any animal's life or any bird's life just a, that little tiny bit better i'd like to go and put patio heaters <laughs> in 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 the middle of the in antarctic in the middle of the antarctic yeah i would mm-hmm. because i just seeing those emperor penguins waddling about after having walked 70 miles because the coastline had shifted yeah. and seeing them having carried that egg on their feet in their little pouch and then it makes contact with the ice and the bird dies that that to me is just nature's cruelty mm. i'm getting teary getting thinking about up, it aren't you? Yeah. yeah no it, it's um they're a ridiculous animal um, they're the mo- one of the most <laughs> resilient animals on the planet yeah yeah it's crazy they can withstand crazy drops in temperature like you say, they can go for months without eating because they have to. Yes, because they have, the to, they have to store nowhere. up, don't they? Yeah. And they have to live off the reserved mm. supplies. Yeah. And then everything that they do find then has to feed their newborn chick. Mm. They don't get any respite from life. No. And and then they're hunted by seals and whales. Just, and <laughs> uh, I, th- I think they're comical. Um, I think the, the daily penguins with their little pebble theft... He's just beautiful. I can't. There's absolutely no way on this planet. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I did say that um, he has absolutely no idea how much Joe's taken against this point. And Anushka, um, Fred's other half, says, I'm on the penguin side as well. Weirdly, though, when we last went to the zoo, uh, Fred took more photos of the penguins than (laughs) anything else. Apparently, this particular type weren't so bad as, say, emperor penguins. Right. And... um, I just I couldn't get my head around the fact that there's a distinction, like why this one type of penguin was okay mm. to take photos of, but every other penguin should disappear from the world entirely. Mm. I don't agree. No. Um, I agree with a lot more of his other points than you do, <laughs> but we're a balanced show. We are. We're a balanced show, <laughs> and you've had. I mean, campanology aside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're getting rid of landfills and rubbish tips, boring sports like lawn bowls, <laughs> people that chew too loudly and type with shitty nails, horrible plastic nails, fun size things, mm-hmm. astrologers, yes, as opposed to astrology, mm. yes, mimes, mm-hmm. campanology mm-hmm. is definitely going, dreadlocks on white people yep. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get rid of crystal healing, or did you give me crystal healing? Um, I can't remember. I don't think you did. Did you? Well, we'll listen back. <laughs> <laughs> or did you give me homeopathy? I think you gave me homeopathy. homeopathy didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Eating contests have gone. Yep. And paying toilets mm-hmm. have gone. Right. 
Was there anything else that you wanted to add to this list? Um, yes, I'm afraid so. Okay. Aging. Aging. Yes. Okay. I'm wondering when, um, when in life as a man, it becomes uh, you. You get to that point in your life where you start to wear just beige, Farrah slacks. No, no, no. It's not going to happen. Um, you see Dr. again. Dr. Keller shoes. No, the switch goes on. That's it. You're wearing Echo shoes from from Clark's, and there's you, you won't be aware of it because you'll just wake up in the morning and you go right. We need to go out into town. We need to go and buy some Farrah slacks. That's it. Is this what's going to happen? Yes, yeah. and you have no control because mm. it's. The words are coming out of your mouth and you're thinking, what the fuck? Who just said that? I just said that. Oh, shit. I must be getting old. <laughs> no, you're not getting old. So we're not going out to buy the Farrah slacks. Fuck off. Okay, then. It's right. not happening. <laughs> no. So I won't be able to carry around a handkerchief with no. me. No. <laughs> Stop. Immediately. It's making me worked up. I have at least three Werther's Originals in my pocket at any one point. I, I've, I've been quite lucky, actually, because... Um, my my parents have really really good genes. My mm. my dad in particular has really really good genes, mm. and uh, he's seventy, doesn't look seventy, and it throws me because I now feel like <laughs> I'm catching up with him. Right. So he's kind of stopped. <laughs> he's he stopped. I hate the word. He stopped getting older. Yeah. And I've kind of well, I feel that I've sort of stopped as well, but the gap between us is bridging even though it's stayed the same it's the, 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 this weird thing that goes on in my head and uh, I haven't I, I still feel sometimes that I'm about 12 yeah which I quite like mm. feeling like I'm about 12 but I've got a bit more experience than a 12 year old mm. and I kind of know how life works and I like that part yeah I like that part of growing up I just hate this label of aging and certain things happen when you hit a certain point in your life. Mm. Hate that idea. Okay. Hate that idea. Hate the idea of the fact that at some point I'm going to receive a letter saying, now you need to have a full body medical because you're an <laughs> yeah. old bastard. I'm really not looking forward Go to Go fuck yourself. I think it's 10 years time where someone literally will fuck me um, to feel my prostate. Yes. That will be fun. Looking forward. That will be in a decade. Horrible. Yeah horrible so um mm, not looking forward to that no yeah i think aging definitely goes into room 101 if we could freeze because I, I don't feel like i'm much more than about 16 mm. in all honesty i stopped mentally aging at about 16 uh, i'm still quite immature i can be mature ish when i need to be um, yeah but we know that we know we can do that yeah because we've seen stuff yeah it's just that fear of what's going to happen <laughs> at mm. certain points that is going to be unavoidable and i think if you've got a very strong mindset you can avoid aging mm. and that's where i'm kind of going i see alter mindset so that aging is not an issue good idea mm. i think some people who have aged brilliantly are uh, ian mckellen mm -hmm. and uh pat stew mm-hmm just great absolutely great wouldn't it be nice to be like them oh, part God. of their crew yeah it really would yeah I'm trying to think of females Helen Mirren mm, possibly but Maggie Smith yeah but then oh it's 
isn't it? I don't, I, I'm not aspiring to be an old person. No. Uh, I'd just quite like to be as I am right now. Yeah. For the next 40 odd years. And that's fair enough. So kind of hope that that happens. I'd imagine it probably will. Yeah, I don't want to look very different either. No. Basically what we need to do is um, stop emoting. <laughs> because it, that's, that's how wrinkles get there. We just need to be deadpan the whole time. Yeah. Uh. So are you going to ask me? Five? Yes, yes, of course I'm going to, of I'm going to fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to ask you. I was drinking. So, what about you? Don't know, really. After all that? <laughs> no, um, generally, just dickheads. <laughs> people with low IQs. Stupid people. Yeah. Stupid, ignorant people. Mm-hmm. And it sounds a very pompous thing to say. Occasionally, I would fall into that category myself. Um, a bit harsh. Yeah, but still. No, not. but still, <laughs> that's a little bit unfair. <laughs> if you say so. And you Chabs. know me. Yeah. I mean, I, I was Chab getting around, I was basically getting around to it. Just chavs. Most of Medway. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. UKIP supporters. <laughs> Generally speaking, I oh, hate um, just 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 basically cold callers. Yeah, cold calling. Yeah, that can do one. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, my bugbear is, is 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 well, I don't know. Are chavs still a thing anymore? Have they evolved? Because you don't often see the tracky wearing, although you do around here. Um, so anyone who just wears a tracksuit and maybe has the uh, socks, uh, the trousers tucks into the socks. Mm. Um, they go around smoking spliffs in the street quite openly. Just they they talk in guttural syllables rather than oh, actual bad, words. Bad diction. Yeah. Bad diction is another yeah. one of my things. Mm. Just because you're from Medway, do not embrace the Medway way of speaking. Yeah. My my entire family is from Medway. Yeah. And yet none of us speak in this horrible just absence of of any sort of discernible sound none of us speak like that there's mm. no need for it not at all stop pretending you're from london when you're not oh that's another one isn't it yeah but that falls into the same category oh this this <clears> is a bridge <throat> beyond i think yeah mm. i think there's a big difference between uh speaking like you're a wanker yeah. and trying to sound like you're from london yeah there's a big difference Mm. All black and you're completely white. Yeah, this is another thing as well. All that like just absolute shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't go to England, anybody as 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 attractive as it might be. <laughs> don't come here. You'll end up talking like a complete knob because because it's absorbent. Yeah, unfortunately, it is. It's easy to drop your T's. And say F instead of TH. I just, I don't like to get on my high horse. Well, you do. I do. But yeah, I look around sometimes and I'm like, how how have you survived mm. to be the age you are and yet still can't speak properly or can't spell? And it's worrying hearing the stuff that you come back with from your place of work where kids of, you know, above 11 years old can't, spell basic words or mm. can't add up there is a reason for that and it's, it's the really, education system it's sometimes. it's simpler than that actually it's far simpler mm. it's it's about having a fixed or a growth mindset mm. and 
a, a child when they are born as they learn to do things hears their parents say good boy or good girl well done yeah if the parent were to change that and say good effort or now see if you can do this then the child would see every step of their life as a challenge and something they want to accomplish if they however hear good boy well done or good girl well done for the entire duration of their life until they get to a certain point where suddenly they face something that they actually can't do they will steer away from it Mm. and they won't try Mm. so it's like it's like spelling if they can't spell a word they won't try to it's it's as simple as that well um actually i went to see whiplash week just gone and it's a film about a kid who wants to be a really good drummer and his tutor who is a bully Mm -hmm. and there's a bit where jk simmons character the tutor says to the boy the two most destructive words in the english language are good job because when you tell someone they've done a good job, that's where they stop. Yes. They've done enough. Whereas actually, if you don't tell them that, mm-hmm. they'll strive to do more. Precisely. And that's what you've just said. Precisely. We are a product of our own shittiness. Indeed. That we don't use the right language to our, our mm. children as they grow up. And therefore... But then you can't enforce a parenting style because then we are North Korea or China or something like that. It's just a change of language. That's Mm. all it is. Oh, dear. Hey-ho. We'll see what we get back from this episode from people. Why not? As they comment. Yes. I'm sure there have been some divisive uh, issues brought up. Yeah, and and the fact that we've given almost like a a double episode in one. Yeah, true. We've made up for lost time. episodes aren't usually this long. So so shall shall um... we call this episode seven and eight? (laughs) I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's a a run-on episode. There was just one last thing that we needed to do, and that was the caption competition yes, that we, we set did back say in go back to that. Um, November. We tweeted out there was a picture of the Queen at the Cenotaph on Remembrance yes. Sunday. And the question was... And the question was... What does the Queen have in her handbag? Yes, because she's got a handbag she's clutching on for dear life while she's laying a wreath. So the there must be something... The Queen always has a handbag. Eddie Izzard thinks that in the Queen's handbag she has a brick. Mm-hmm. He didn't tweet in with that. To assault commoners with? No, he just says that she's got a brick in her handbag. Mm. But yeah, he didn't tweet in with that. So I just thought I'd throw that one in there because that's what he thinks. Mm. What did the uh, general public think? Uh, Right, so we got four responses. Of course. Yeah. So the first one came in from Phil. He said that in the handbag there is 20 Mayfair and a copy of Razzle. (laughs) Which I quite like. What's Razzle? Razzle is a, a magazine of some There's a sort. a dirty one. I think it might be slightly okay. dirty, yeah. Right. Kim, his, uh, his, his wife, writes in saying, Corgi treats and a pocket pleaser. Okay. As we can see, they're thinking <laughs> along the same lines. Mm-hmm. Jake Calland from Talking Head Podcast. Hello, Jake. Uh, says the red button. Right. So the one that can destroy the world, yes, of course. Yes, of course. And Sean, Sean Lynch from the Nerd Church <laughs> podcast, uh, he gave us quite a long answer. Of Lots course. Lots of things in the uh, uh, in the Queen's handbag, brilliant. including mint flavored lube. Do you think it's a, like a Mary Poppins? Yeah. Bag. There's and she's actually got a hat stand in there. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, m- mint flavored lube, an empty can of Galahad. Mm-hmm. That's for Smokey. Uh, four toothpick umbrellas, a dog whistle. A switchblade comb, compromising pictures of Tom Baker, <laughs> a half-eaten digestive, 
and a printed receipt for an ABH t-shirt in black. Brilliant. Maybe she was one of the, the eight people that bought the t-shirt for anywhere but here. <coughs> Who knows? So, uh, so yeah. Well, I like to think that she's got the keys to Buckingham Palace in there. <laughs> <laughs> How's she going to get in otherwise? Can they don't ha- leave the door open, do they? <laughs> I would doubt it. Do you think she's ever left the key in the lock? Ooh, possibly. <laughs> How many times has the lock needed to be changed for Buckingham Palace over the last... Uh, 200 300 years i don't know that one time that guy broke in through the window maybe michael fagan yeah yeah sat on her bed and had a chat yeah perfectly harmless apparently yeah Mm. Mm. but yeah so thank you very much for your all your contributions on that note yes we shall leave it for another indeterminable (laughs) period of time uh who knows when we shall be back perhaps by putting all of this stuff into room 101 we might accidentally lock ourselves in maybe the queen has the key to room 101 Ooh, in her handbag and she shuts point. us in there mm. we just have to find out i suppose come back next time if there is a next time <laughs> yes to the tom and joe show <laughs> see ya uh, see you next time bye bye